Hi guys, welcome to What's the Flow. I'm Sevilla Silva. How would you like to redefine your job or change career paths this year? Do you need an escape plan from a job that's just making you miserable? Don't miss this episode with Jason Marquero. He's a passionate career consultant and he's the director of alumni engagement at my alma mater, Claremont Graduate University. Sophia Silva is a positive psychology coach who shares with her audiences the knowledge of leading figures to provide a roadmap for people who are interested in leading a life worth living. This is What the Flow with Sophia Silva. So, Jason, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, I want to talk about how your career can make you miserable or happy and fulfilled. Okay, wow, that's a big question. So, cover it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so which one do you want to start on first? The happy uh, part or the miserable part? You know, let's end on a good note. So let's start with the miserable part first and okay. then we'll, go to, we'll end on a good okay. note. Okay. Yeah. So how can our jobs make us miserable? I guess there's many aspects to that. Yeah, we can take that on a lot of different things. You know, I think people, I'll, I'll start by saying this. I think people really underestimate your job and your career. Yeah. You, you read a lot and you hear from a lot of friends and say, well, it's a job. I'm supposed to not like it. You know, because that's why I get paid to do it, right? Yet you're there like most of your life. Exactly. You're there all of your time. You're there from the moment. If you take from the moment you step outside of your doorstep to the moment you get back home at night, yeah. how many hours of that day did it take? You take away the time you're in bed and you're asleep. Now what's left for yourself, your friends, and your family, right? So it's really, really important. And people underestimate that. And I think more and more Americans underestimate that. And, and But we're seeing now more and more that people want to be a lot more fulfilled in what they do today. And it's not just something that you see from millennials, which a lot of people will blame. What's what the millennial generation? No. Yeah, and they think like, oh, we're entitled. Exactly. (laughs) And I would like to think it's this entire generation we're living in right now Mm -hmm. that feels all those things. Whether you're a 30-year-old today, whether you're a 21-year-old, or whether you're a 60-year-old, you're finding people now in their 60s who are not ready to retire. You'll meet more folks in their 60s yeah, who are saying, look, 60 is a new 50, and in a way it kind of is. Yeah, because it I'm really meeting, is. Right? You're meeting a lot of folks who are really passionate about it. They want, they want to be part of this happiness movement also, right? Yeah. And you don't have to do that. And I see so many people that are like in their 60s, 70s, 80s that are in great shape, still working. And I think they're still like Absolutely. alive and healthy because of that, because they are working and they have meaning in their life. Yeah, and I, th- and I think what we all work towards too, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in a sec, is how can you start to build a career Yes. That not just a job, but a career from the moment you're in your early 20s to set yourself up, maybe even financially, to where you can retire a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. or at least to a point to where you get to that to that golden uh, those golden years of your 60s, because people are living longer, and by the time you and I get to that age, the life expectancy will probably be into the 80s. I mean, think about that. How could I build a career and a life in general that get, keeps me balanced enough to when I get to 60 and 70, I'm looking at myself going. Well, the clock's ticking. No, you don't want to say that. You want to say, hey, I got 30 more years here. Let's fulfill it with something. Yeah. And maybe it's not clocking in nine to five every day. Maybe it's saying, you know what? I've done that. I've done the corporate job. I've done the consult. I've done all that stuff. Now it's time for me to step back. Can I retire? And can I now fulfill a, a, a third part of my life now where I can be a mentor? I can be a coach. I can, there's other ways to supplement income you know, for retirees as well who sometimes are on a fixed income. I think there's a lot we can learn, even from young people today, from some of the older folks that are doing some really cool things upon 65 
that are keeping themselves happy. What are the factors that we might not be paying attention to yeah. that are harming us more than we actually realize? Because I think like what you said is it's just a job. And yeah. we don't consider that maybe you have a commute every morning and, and then every yeah. day after work Absolutely. or maybe you hate your boss or your boss is mean to you and you hate everyone that you work with. Well, you carry that home. There's a lot of things. Absolutely. So, so a couple of things that I always say, the earlier the better. And what I mean by that is when you look at your life as a totality and you look at, okay, I go to college at 18, let's say I graduate at 22. That's not the case for everybody, but let's just, for the sake of this argument. I think from your early 20s and even in your teens, and I wish high schools would be doing a lot more of this because I think maybe because I'm, I'm a professional development person and career counselor by trade, I kind of feel like this should be something that should start at high schools, I at a high school so. level where you start talking about what you want to do, you start looking at your skill set, start looking at what you're good at, and start kind of what you, Marcus Buckingham talks about, the strengths movement that started many years ago and yes. focusing on strengths. I would say if your school isn't doing that for you, you can do that for yourself. So number one, building upon your strengths at a very early age. What am I good at? What am I good at? But also what am I willing to do? You know, there's that, that if you looked at this as a Venn yeah. diagram, it's, you know, what can you do and what will you do? And when you find that sweet spot of things that you're willing to I do like that. and that you're also, because everyone can say, well, I'd love to sing. Yeah, but if you can't sing, singing ain't for you. So that's not something you can do, right? Like, I can't yeah. sing. I'll sing, but I can't sing, so no one's going to pay me for singing. Or maybe you're really good at singing, but how much effort are you really willing to put into it? There you go. You, you won't do it. I'm good. Or but what I, kind of right. career uh, work-life balance do you want? Exactly. How far does it go? So if you look at the will do and the can do, and you find that, and you'll find a lot of stuff like you said that you can do, but you're not willing to do. You'll find stuff that you're willing to do or can't do. You find that sweet spot in the middle, and you start from there. But if you know you got to do something, you build a plan, you practice ahead of time, you start to feel good about it. it takes all the anxiety away. Yeah, at least you have a guide. Absolutely. Yeah. So start building that guide. I mean, we can mm -hmm. spend a lot of time on the guide, but there's there's a lot of that. And finding someone, a career coach, someone at school, at your college, if you're an alum, going back to that university, finding a professional. Reaching out. Yeah, I always think you need to like reach out and try to find Absolutely. someone that will help you. Not everyone's going to help you, but if you look around and keep looking and keep looking, you're going to hit yeah. someone yeah. I know that's always worked for me in my life I've always somehow found like a mentor yeah. or someone to just kind of be my buddy and help me yeah. out along the way you hit the right key that's the mentor and yeah. you don't have to go to a professional career counselor career counselors might hate me for saying this but you should I mean you should go to and, and see folks if you're in school and career counselors and things like that but if you're beyond college and all that Anybody could be a mentor. Anyone can help you. You Think, start to get answers to the unknown. Absolutely. Yeah. So that if you are miserable in that job right now and you're not happy in that job at the moment, mm -hmm. then you start to build that plan to get out of that job. What is your what is your uh, escape plan maybe to find something different? <laughs> really? That's what you have to look at. I mean, how do you <laughs> hit the eject? Exit? Yeah. <laughs> when do you hit the eject button? You yeah. have a plan to hit that eject button if you're thinking, hey, I could get laid off in six months or I might be laid off in three months or something may not happen here. I always believe leave and I know this is an kind of goes on a different direction but if you're in a job you usually kind of know where you stand in that organization and if you and if you have a, a good sense of self and a good sense of self-awareness and what's going around yeah, you yeah I think that's important you have to have sense of yeah, self-awareness yeah some people don't have that no it's a little tough but that's why having mentors are is important yeah because then you have folks we all need people to check us every once in a while right yeah. to say hey jason hey sophia th this isn't really working out let me tell you why mm -hmm. and then you go okay i need to i need to i need to you know switch things up here a little bit mm -hmm. or someone to say look this isn't really working out we need to read the writing on the wall yeah uh it may not work out for you in three to six months yeah. and then that's when you have to build a strategy so a lot of different scenarios but so yeah. what about if you are in a job where you're unhappy yeah. 
and you know life happens you have to pay bills and it's not that easy to just walk away from it yeah how can we start to make that transition do we build that plan or or what can we do in the meantime yeah. to kind of get through it so that's the always the elephant in the room you just said bills finances we're always taught about a lot of things, but for some reason, as human beings, we kind of, the, the finances is always like the elephant in the room in the corner that no one wants to talk about. Yeah. But usually that's the one that'll end up deciding whether this is going to work it, out or not, right? Always, yeah. So there are steps to that. If you're looking to get out of a job, if you're looking to make a career change, one of the first things I think you got to look at is your finances. If you are, if you're, if you're single and you're just kind of the, the sole person dependent on your income, then it makes this conversation a little easier because it's a conversation of one. <laughs> it's you sitting down and just charting out yeah. what can I afford, what do I need to get by, yeah. um, what is my lifestyle like now, what could my lifestyle be in this new change. Mm -hmm. If I'm going from making $100,000 today to going to making $70,000 tomorrow in a career change, what is that $30,000 gap going to do to my lifestyle and where I'm at? And then you start to say to yourself, am I willing to give up having lunch every day out? Am I willing to not buy uh, that purse I may not need? Like, or... I'll just put up with the boss. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I love to collect baseball caps. I love baseball gear. That may be something that I have to say, ah, that's going to have to be put on hold, right? Yeah. So yeah, you, make, you start to make decisions about your life. If there are other folks in your home or in your life that are dependent on your income, whether it be a spouse, a significant other, a partner, uh, whether it's a brother or sister or a parent or a mom who lives with you and you have ki or you have kids, that's a larger conversation now, right? Now it's not just about me. Now it's about the family sitting yeah. down with your wife or your husband and saying, look, I want to make this change. Um, can we make this happen? Is it feasible? And quite honestly, are you with someone that's willing to support that? Yeah. That's a very, very important thing. So in those situations, and we kind of have to find a middle ground, right? Right. Essentially. Right. A middle ground. And also the next step, too, is doing a lot of research. And that's where the mentorship comes in. I mean, I'm not saying that every career change is always going to mean a pay cut. But that's the first thing you need to know. If it's a true career change and you're miserable in what you do, and you want to do something different, people do need to know that more than likely they may take a step down, so to speak. I hate to say step down, but it's a step back a little bit, maybe in the type of role you have. Um, and a lot of that is ego driven. And so that's where kind of flow and all that comes in. Because yeah. in my years of career counseling, I'll be very honest, it's usually not about the money. So if you take that example of I'm making 100000 I don't know if I can make 70000 in this new job. Sometimes the person can take financially the hit. What they can take is the hit in stature in that job. Oh, I'm going from executive director and you want me to take an associate director job? Yeah. I can't handle that. Yeah. What are my friends going to think? What are my family going to think? We, and we all go through that. That's yeah, very absolutely. normal, right? This program is brought to you by Anaheim Stoneworks, the company that has taken all the obstacles out of your way. From start to finish, Anaheim Stoneworks takes care of each and every step to give your home the unique look that you've been dreaming of. Anaheim Stoneworks. Quality from start to finish. Master Tati LA Training Center offers authentic Muay Thai training with locations in Bangkok, Pomona, and Anaheim. For more information, visit MasterTottiLA.com. I didn't even think about that. So you have to put your ego on check. And I used to tell yeah. students and alumni, I said, your egos have to be left at the door if you're ready for a, ready for a, a career change to be willing to go to that next dinner uh, cocktail party and when your friends ask you so what you've been up to last year well you know i'm no longer the president of this company what do you do well now i'm i started my own ice cream shop oh that's different 
But you see what I mean? There, and there's plenty of success stories of people who said, I didn't want to do my, my day to nine to five yeah. corporate job. I always wanted to start my own XYZ business. And I got it going. And at the beginning, it was a little tough. And I had to swallow my pride. But we got through it. So how about jobs that make us happy yeah. and are meaningful and give us a sense of fulfillment? How can our career or our job be a sense of uh, a source of positivity in our life? If you want to stay at the job that you're at, right, because this can go in different directions. If someone says to me, look, I, I want to I be happy in the job I have now. I enjoy the job I have. I make good money or for whatever reason, I want to stay at this company. Mm -hmm. How could I make this work? That's actually a great way to approach it because a lot of folks, the first thing they'll do is they'll want to hit the eject button right. and not give the job that they're at a chance. Right. Because the, no, yeah. No, no, go say, ahead. Yeah. I, I, like, I like the direction you're going yeah. in. It's kind of thinking outside the box. Absolutely. And that's exactly what you have to do. I'm glad you said that. It's think outside the, it's kind of ironic. It's think outside the box, but within the box you're in, if right. that makes any sense. Right. But yeah, normally it's like if you don't like something, you're like, bye, I'm out of here. But it's like maybe you could get a different position mm -hmm. at that company. Maybe mm -hmm. it's just the immediate group that you don't like. Or, right. Or maybe you're just not liking what you're doing, but another position you'll really enjoy yeah. that kind of work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, it was very taboo to talk about things like this in the workplace. It just yeah. really was. You know, yeah. very difficult to have conversations like that with coworkers, with human resources, with your boss, or anything like that. We're in a very different era, no matter who yeah, you are. Yeah, see, I wouldn't even known that. To yeah. me, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, but 20 years ago, you would never do that. If you were doing this show 25 years ago, I might have said, no, you ha there's certain things that you just don't do. Yeah. Times have changed. So, And I, when I've coached folks that are a little bit more senior in their career who are still used to a more old school kind of work environment mm -hmm. to look at this and say, um, hey, look, you're, you're, this is a different generation. Your bosses actually may be from a different generation. They might be open to a conversation like this. So the conversation I'm talking about is, if you want to stay within that company, you're absolutely right what you said earlier. There, maybe there's a different job for you. So if you're in finance and you don't want to do finance, you've always wanted to work in marketing, mm -hmm. that's a big stretch. But if yeah. you talk to your boss or talk to, yeah, talk to someone and start talking to people within the organization, Maybe take a walk down the aisle and go knock on the door of the CMO and say, hey, do you mind if, if you know, you got 30 minutes one day to chat? Can we go to lunch? Can we have coffee? I mean, they're there already. Can we talk a little bit about what you do? I've always wanted, I was curious about marketing or I was curious about whatever it is. Um, can we chat about that? Mm -hmm. So start getting ideas. Two things will happen out of that. You will learn a lot about that potential job, but you've now made a new friend within that organization. It's going to vouch for you. There, it's going to vouch for you. And if a job comes up one day, they're going to think of you. Hey, Sophia, you know, I saw there's yeah. a job opening. Remember our conversation six months ago? Yeah. What do you think? They might think of you and go say, you know what? I had a good conversation with Jason. Mm -hmm. Sure, maybe I'll, I'll, he, I'll interview him for this. The other thing that could happen is, okay, how can I maybe start to reinvent the job I'm in? More often than not, I like that. I totally, this is good that you yeah, brought that up. More often yeah. than not, when you go into a job, and this is probably even better advice for people that are just starting a job. Yes, there'll be certain things that you have to do, right? You need to do these things. You can't change that because you got to. There's just goals to me, things you got to do to keep the business running or the organization. But usually, a good fifty percent of that chunk of that job is usually left up to the employee. If you take your nine, ten, eight-hour day, whatever you do. You probably spend a few hours on projects that you came up with, that you thought of, or things that you're just doing sometimes is not productive, and sometimes they <laughs> are productive. You're Absolutely. like buying shoes online. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. But people, it's look, it's true out of an eight-hour day, how many minutes and hours do people on the, on the average spend online 
doing non-work related stuff. Yeah. Maybe those are the two hours you can take to research and start working on things with, that you would love to do. Yeah, I love that. And coming giving yourself up with, projects you enjoy. Right, giving yourself something to do rather than just passively being on Facebook waiting for the clock to just get to the time that you leave. Right. And if you've done the right exercises of identifying your skill set, you could have that. Con I think this is a very appropriate conversation to have with your boss. You know, do you mind if I share with you some of the things I'd like to accomplish? You know, I mm -hmm. see myself three years from now doing this, five years from now doing that. You know, can we put a plan in place that will get me there? And more often than not, you'd be surprised how your your mentors or your bosses will say, "Okay, let's 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 start to draw this out. What are some of the things you think you're good at?" Well, I'm also really good at this. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, the people around you have no idea about some of the things that you're really good at. Uh, yeah, you have to let them know. And they might be giving you supplemental projects. Is it going to be bringing more work? Yeah, you might be attracting more work to you, but it's but work you that like you enjoy. The work, exactly what you just said. If you if you enjoy the work and it's it's bringing you results, then there's right. nothing wrong with that. I've, no one wants more work that sucks and makes you miserable. Yeah, no, but. I, absolutely not. There's a lot of uh, a lot of articles and a lot of research out right now about the long hours that we work as Americans and the very long hours that we do, and we don't take vacations like in other countries uh, do, and, and so we're very you know just very go go go, mm -hmm. and that it's making us miserable. Okay, there's a caveat to that. Yes, if you, the average American that has these long jobs, these long uh, days at their jobs, um, are probably not happy. But that's because they're not enjoying what they're fulfilling their 12-hour day. And what about finding flow at work? Yeah. Finding, can, yeah. Could, or or getting, find, getting a job that you can be in flow. I think it goes is back to important? what we, yeah, it, it certainly is. I think it goes back to what we just talked about a moment ago about finding projects that you like. So now if you, if you want to drill down to it and if you're asking yourself, okay, I, I want to be in flow in what I'm doing, where it's just kind of, it's just organic. It's just, I'm excited about it. I'm happy about it. Mm -hmm. You get a rhythm about it. Um, a lot of us, depending on what your passion is, you know, I, I've always liked uh, podcasting and broadcasting in my yeah. background. And so even though I enjoy my day job in higher education, um, there's still something about getting in a sound booth for me personally and putting on a headset and talking on a, on a mic, let's say when I was doing a show, it, it was like I was, it was like an out of body experience because you just got really into it. Yeah. And so even if it was just for a small part of my day or the week even. And so maybe you're not always going to be in flow, but if you can find those moments in your day job where you can have that. Mm -hmm. And I think you need, you need to take responsibility for it and, and build it. You really do. Yeah. You have to talk to your supervisors, talk to your coworkers, and build a, if you're really good at this and you're smart from, from day one, you can start to build yourself a job, a job description actually, where now you're doing stuff that's fulfilling you. Yeah, there's gonna be some stuff, you're gonna, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do budgets this day, this month, fine. But all of a sudden you're working on a really cool project that involves all these kinds of things. Which balances it out because you're like, Absolutely. okay, you know what? Since I'm already like happy and I'm okay, I can, I can, yeah. I have the mental energy to deal with that. Yeah, no job is going to be perfect. That's the first thing you got to know, right? No matter, I don't care what it is you wanted to do in life. And when you get there, you're going to realize that the stuff that you really loved about it is actually going to be this small part of your eight hour day. Might only be an hour of the day. And, but the other seven, eight hours was just working to build up to that one hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. It does. Yeah. Um, and I've talked to people who have said that. Like, you're, that's true. So yeah, that's realizing funny. that is important. Yeah. Um, and so here's the one thing I would tell somebody to any hater that says, oh, that's all BS. Okay, well, this is the, here's the deal. Fine. You want to stay in the job that's whatever. You don't like it. You choose Because there's people who will choose to stay in a job they don't like. That's the reality of it. 
So I'm going to talk to the folks for a second. It's sec. not my problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna, so this is kind of goes out to the folks who, and this is a large part of the population, mm -hmm. who's decided, look, I'm going to stay in this job. I know it's not great, but flow, whatever, this and that. It pays well. I'm going to go through it because I can still buy my Gucci bag with this, and I'm going to be happy with that bag. But that doesn't a lot actually make you happy. Doesn't being in right. flow no. make you happy? That's what actually makes you happy. Yeah. So that's what people should actually be pursuing instead of this stupid purse. Exactly. But you know what? I'm getting that, right? Yeah, but we need to shift that mindset yeah. that, oh, I'll just put up with this job so I can have this paycheck. And it's like... So here's my advice to those folks that think that way. I would say, okay, here's a way that maybe you can start to do both. And then you'll, it'll finally trigger something that will get you to what you just described, which is, oh, I don't really need all these material things, is find that thing outside of your eight-hour day and your job mm -hmm. that can get you in the flow. So you may be in a job that you're whatever about, you, you know, you're not so enthusiastic about it, but I've always wanted to do, um, I always wanted to paint, you know, and maybe the paint's not going to bring me the six-figure job. I've been wanting to paint lately. Well, see, then this is great then. Yeah, but those those, those, uh, those hand painting doesn't, doesn't like the kids do, doesn't count to me. I've seen that. It's not very good. So, no, <laughs> teasing. But if you, if you decide that's what you want to do, then maybe when you go home, carve out that one hour a night, mm. those two or three hours on the weekend, that time that you do have to your, for yourself that you can carve out and say, I love photography. I love painting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to go out to the beach and I'm going to spend half the day today and just get into flow with the things that I enjoy, which is what I really wanted to do maybe was become a photographer or be an artist. Then go do that on the side. Go volunteer. Find places where you can volunteer, mm -hmm. where you can fulfill your passion. But the other thing you're going to find it's out is... It's a good first step. It's a great first step because yeah. you'll begin to find out like, yeah. oh, I really, really love this. Yeah. Maybe I should give up that. Can I give that up to do this? And, or what's the, what's the, the happy medium? There, there's, so there's ways. There's more than one way to do yeah. this and to kind of build a balanced lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to end it on that note because that's been completely full circle. Great. So Perfect. I loved it. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This was fun. A lot of fun. Good. Yeah. If you like the show, please subscribe to my channel, Sophia Silva, and follow me on Instagram or hit like on my Facebook page. And thank you for watching.